right now on VFN TV, Dr. Oz, Dr. Oz always talks about how to make us better. Guess what? He is bringing in ministers to be able to help us talk about spiritual healing. And as a matter of fact, his mother is a minister. That's going to be on today's program. Plus, the NFL has a sanctioned gospel gathering every single year for 18 years. We'll be talking about that. Mark Barnett, the founder of Survival and The Apprentice and helpful for our president getting in office. We'll be introducing him today and the president speaking at the National Prayer Breakfast today on VFN TV. Welcome to VFN TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. That's L-I-G-H-T, light, with your host, Greg Lancaster. Welcome. My name is Greg Lancaster. Joining me in just a moment is Steve Kalaszewski. We've got so much to talk about. We want to get right to it right away. Uh, it's the wrong document. <laughs> Second hour. Okay, where'd it go? <laughs> you are getting good. You are getting good. Thank you. Thank you. That was good. Keep them straight. Keep them straight. So I'm just going to start like I heard music. Yeah. Do y'all hear that? Do you hear that? Is that, I'll, is that, is that, I'll give you a countdown. Okay. You need to practice that at home because we got to be on the ball how the button gets pushed. We know it's the, that, that mean old clock. Maybe you change your batteries in your little thing. Dr. Oz. Welcome to VFN TV. I'm Greg Lancaster, and joining me just a moment is Steve Kalaszewski. We have so much we're bringing to you today. We've got to get right on it. Dr. Oz, we heard him talk about medication and how to make us healthy and diet and exercise, but now he's authentically speaking about how God brings healing through ministers on his program. Let's take a look. Can't get the heads around that. Mm -hmm. How do they cope? What do you say to skeptics around this issue? Millions turn to Dr. Oz each day. The heart surgeon is known for making complicated health issues easier to understand. I have medical records that show that she shouldn't, she shouldn't have survived her On his daytime talk show and in his endless string of best-selling books. This month, Dr. Oz changes hats to ask the questions, big questions, about faith. For many of us, these are the most urgent questions we face in our time here on Earth. All this month, we'll be searching for answers on Faithful Fridays. In that weekly search. From a spiritual point of view, what's going on, Devon? He teams up with preacher and Hollywood film executive Devon Franklin. The two spent a lot of time talking about faith after one of Devon's very first appearances on the show. My, my, my mother-in-law is, is a minister. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about what, how powerful this was. And I thought, we, we've got to find a way of growing this even bigger. And so I reached out to Devon. And we spent the last couple weeks having the best time yeah. planning yeah. out his brainchild. <laughs> this is uncommon. Yeah. And I, don't, I can't say that enough for him to be so generous to allow this conversation to happen, <laughs> for me to be here, for me to help participate. And it came organically. I mean, this is all, there was no plan. It just evolved. Can't As we, you can't plan it. <laughs> you can't plan it. I mean, really, unexplained. <laughs> I mean, he gazes upward. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Why do we even need saints and miracles? How does that play a role? Because life is hard. You know, we live our life and it's difficult. And sometimes we don't believe that there is a greater purpose for our life. In this month, they will also push the audience to spend time each day thinking about the good in their lives. It's called the Blessed 30 Challenge. What happens at the end of the Blessed 30? What do you want to see happen? Uh, you know, what I want to see happen is that people go through this 30 days, they search for the blessings, they live in the blessings, they reorient their life to live in the blessings that are already there. And at the end of the 30, I want them to walk out with more peace, more confidence, more hope, because I have no doubt in my mind, when you recognize how blessed you really are, your complaints go down, your positivity goes up, your faith rises, and your belief in what God can do in your life accelerates. 
Dr. Oz, you have millions and millions of viewers. Why give faith a platform on a show that really educates people about their medical health? Well, why not? I mean, after all, if you read the Bible, right? The most important thing <laughs> is the temple, does, right? right? <laughs> it's, but he heals people. Yeah. How can you really live life to the fullest if you're not taking care of what you've been blessed with? The most valuable thing you've probably given in many ways is just the body and the soul that, that's inside of it. But I'm actually a guest in people's home. Mm -hmm. And when I come into your home, I got to bring something worth hearing and people worth listening to mm. with me. That's why Dr. Oz and Devon have also invited what they call their team of power preachers to the month-long series. Pastor Samuel Rodriguez, Bible teacher Priscilla Shire, and Hillsong New York pastor Carl Lentz. Miracles seem to happen to some people and not others. Well, see, I actually don't believe that. I believe that we all are miracle recipients. The team will explore the power of prayer and miracles. You've done studies and you're a surgeon. Uh, you have seen, I know one of the shows are going to focus on this, unexplained medical recoveries. When you see that as a surgeon, what does that do to your heart, to your faith that, you know, you, doctor, you, they come to you for healing and something happens that you have no explanation? It reinforces my faith. Mm -hmm. yeah. When we go through medical school, we're educated by the books, but we're educated by our teachers as well. And my best teachers were always humble people, brilliant, but they had humility. And they would remind us that we don't control all the levers. And I've seen too many times in my own life, people in front of me who should not have made it and who pulled through. I had one of Devon's films on. Mm -hmm. Jeff yeah. came on. Yeah, Miracles yes. from Heaven. Yes. And, you know, again, it, I, you look at the story, it's true. It's not, a, you know, it's not fictional. <laughs> right. It actually literally happened. It happened. There's no way we can explain that, which is sort of beautiful. Because one of the reasons that I went into health and medicine is I knew I could never learn it all. Mm. And even a little secret, I think most doctors like me. Yeah. We go in there because wow. there's a mystery, there's a beauty, there's an elegance, there's a bigness to life. We can understand the mechanics and we're very proud of what we get, but we never want to be arrogant enough to know or believe we can call all the shots. Dr. Oz jokingly calls surgery controlled arrogance, and the operative word is controlled. Ephraim Graham, CBN News, New York. Even in the face of not knowing what God's will is. And that's always the challenge is sometimes we are afraid to pray because we're not sure what God is going to do. But I think it actually works in reverse. We should pray based upon our faith and let God do the rest. This is so exciting. Remember the prophetic word is God is changing hearts. He's changing viewpoints. And you're looking at now that what was just focused on not God, Dr. Oz, which is a program that goes across the land. And people really look to his program for a lot of medical knowledge and fitness knowledge. He's bringing in the very fact that uh, he himself, he's talking about the, the body and the soul we give to God, and that to be able to bring on ministers, Christian ministers, to be able to talk about faith. I mean, it is happening. Mindsets are, are, are happening. It's exciting. And even think about this. Did you know the NFL, we just had the Super Bowl, the NFL, the National Football League, for 18 years has officially sponsored the only official gospel NFL event that happens every single year because there's so many Christian players in the NFL. As a matter of fact, we want to go there now and listen to some of the artists, but the NFL for 18 years has been sponsoring this gospel NFL sanctioned event. Let's take a look. Hi everyone, it's Sean Brown from CBS Sports here at Lakewood Church in Houston. You know we're here at the Super Bowl 51, but every year, at least for the last 18 years, this is one event that you will get football and gospel music in the same Super Bowl Gospel Celebration. It's its 18th year. I've been here for, majority, for the majority of that. Um, tons of people we're talking. C.C. Wines, Layla Hathaway, Anthony Hamilton, Luke Clay. I mean, the list goes on. It's hosted by David and Tamala Man. It's going to be exciting. Let's go inside. See who we see. See if we can get some of this. Here at the Super Bowl Gospel Celebration, one question for you. It's important because all of us, majority of the world, love sports. We don't come together for nothing else just for sports. And I think it is so great for PT for us all to put the faith in it. You know, the gospel music can get her together, giving people a win-win situation. So it's important for me to be here because, again, I love football, I love gospel.
This is so exciting. Think about it. Dr. Oz is bringing in Christ and ministers to be able to minister to people across for their health across the, uh, the United States. The, the, the NFL is sanctioning for 18 years now, but they're bringing a prominence of these Christian artists coming together and uh, Christian players coming to just honor God and just uh, worship. It's exciting to see these days take place. As a matter of fact, when we get back from this break, you're going to hear the founder of, uh, he founded this program called Survivor that, that went wild across the world, but also a program called Apprentice that our president was actually key to that particular program, and it made him very successful. But we're going to hear him introduce the president at the National Prayer Breakfast, a very powerful thing. Join us after the break. In TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. 
I want to thank you so much for joining us here on VFN TV and the Data Radio program. Every single day we are on the air talking to the world and encouraging you by bringing the light, keeping the conversation light. And we also talk to you in many different ways as well. One way is at the VFN Torch. If you go to VFNTV.com and click on the torch, our program that we have for years now with all these pertinent topics of the day plus things that you need to know is right there for you where you can go back and, and educate yourself on a particular matter. You can share things with a friend. You can listen to us and, and in addition in SoundCloud as well. You can share things audibly with other, other listeners out there and other viewers and friends. There's just so much available to you at VFNTV.com. In addition, think about this. It's, we come to you in the air, broadcasting in the air, in your pocket, which is on mobile devices, and online. We're all over the world, and we want to be able to bring encouragement to you. And we do that one way with our app. You can go to uh, your app, Apple App Store. You can go to Google Play Store and, or your Windows Store and, and get your app and download it. The, the app is called VFN TV. Of course, you go to VFNTV.com. We have our little uh, area there. You can pick which app you want to be able to download. It's just so exciting to know that no matter where you are, we want to be able to encourage you. I don't know if you knew about this, but also you can sign up for our Torch newsletter. We have a gift for you for doing that. You just go to VFNTV.com in the upper right-hand corner and fill out that little information and immediately a free gift will come to you. One of them is prudent preparation. Hopefully it's going to come to you and teach you how to probably prepare for the day, uh, what's happening in our culture today and how to think outside the box. And this is something we want to be able to give to you, plus some other gifts as well. And I also want to make sure that you have a chance to be able to become a VFN TV partner. We have a whole partners area just to say thank you. It's a it's special area, special events, green room, things we have available just to give our partners, just to be able to say thank you. Imagine anytime you can log into the partners area. Why? Because you partnered for any dollar figure at all to be able to, to, to just say thank you. Things you can share with your friends as well. Also, we have VFN Kingdom Business Partners, a whole nother area to be able to focus on the seven spheres of culture. Just very encouraging. And finally, I want to encourage you, maybe your business, maybe you want to become a business sponsor. Um, those are the ones that are standing with us, that want to keep the conversation light, that want to impact their community, but also want to be able to share their business, their service, what they provide for their community. You can do that by going to vfntv.com. Thank you so much and thanks for watching. Welcome, welcome back. Don't forget, we're going to be talking about, in just a moment, about a, a free gift we have for you for your partnership. Mm -hmm. It's about Faith Mindsets Matter. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Think about this. It's exciting to see how all of a sudden it's like the eyes are opened up and people mm -hmm. are seeing the significance of Christians and Christ in America. Dr. Oz is having them mm -hmm. on the program and they're beginning to talk about, you know, we talk about gratitude all the time. And it changes your mind. I remember I was teaching... As a matter of fact, we have a, an abiding plan for you. And this abiding plan, a, you know, most people want to hang out and abide with God, but they just need a simple plan to do that. And we have one for you, and it starts with exactly what they were talking about in Dr. Oz, with gratitude. It's free. You can request it. You go to iabide.org. Request it. It comes through your email right away. But well, I remember when I was talking about gratitude, when I was sharing that, that God's presence just filled uh, the Dream Center where we were at and you could just feel God just saying that's all I want you to do is just be grateful. Well, we're such a blessed country. Yeah, yeah. But God just embraced us and we talked about just showing gratitude and and every day imagine just writing down something about about gratitude, you know, being grateful grateful to the Lord and uh, you, you can get it at iabide.org So listen to this uh, 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 Mark Barnett now his wife mm -hmm. is... Uh, Roma Downey. Yeah, she was the one that played in Touched by an Angel. She mm -hmm. did a program called uh, Answered Prayer. But uh, he also is the one that did the Bible series. Yes. You know, Mark uh, Burnett, Burnett did the Bible series, mm -hmm. and we know that came on. It was talking about different aspects of telling the story, and even um, I think they filmed it in Morocco. But he also is the uh, the one that founded the show Survivor, yeah. which seems like a crazy program. It's like, why would you want to... Isn't that life in general? And so... But he had this idea for a program called The Apprentice, and guess what? Mm -hmm. That's where he actually meets one of his mentors through a book format. And he's the one that introduces all these stories leading up to this, the National Prayer Breakfast, where the very first National Prayer Breakfast with President Donald Trump being 
in office uh, happens, and it is Mar- it is Mark Burnett, uh, the one who does the Bible series, yeah. who openly just talks about how he loves the Lord, and that he's the one introducing President Donald Trump. So the one that they worked together in yeah. developing this apprentice program, or apprentice show, The Apprentice, and now that here they are, the whole ultimate apprentice challenge mm-hmm. is to be able to turn a country around. So this is the National Prayer Breakfast. This is Mark Burnett. Let's see what's taking place. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Chaplain Black, you know how much Roma and I love you. We love being with you. That was one of the most impassioned keynotes I've ever heard in my life. I know everybody in here right now feels refreshed, refreshed in Jesus. Mr. President, Senators, Congressmen, Your Majesty King Abdullah, honored guests, I'm so grateful to be back here at my favorite event of the year, the National Prayer Breakfast. It's wonderful and last year, we were so blessed to give the keynote ourselves, myself and my beautiful angel wife, Roma Downey. Most of you in this room know us from the Bible series, of course, um, but it started a lot longer than that. In the late 80s, I was sitting on Venice Beach selling T-shirts, wondering how to get going in America and could I start a real business. I came across a book, The Art of the Deal. (laughs) That book really, really inspired me really got me going and thinking, you know what? America is the kind of place you can get a start and start a business. And I just wondered, I wonder if I'm ever, ever going to be in the presence or even set eyes on the guy that wrote this book. (laughs) That worked out. (laughs) It got me going in business. I started a little show called Survivor. It took the country by storm and After a few years, I was producing the finale of Survivor. And I decided I'd take it into the real jungle, New York City. I needed a great backdrop, the Manhattan skyline, a lot of it built by the man who wrote The Art of the Deal, Donald Trump. I found a skating rink, the Trump Warman skating rink right in Central Park with the backdrop of that Manhattan skyline. My guys made a deal with Mr. Trump and we got to build 5,000 seats of bleachers right there in the Central Park to do this finale of Survivor. I'd still never met Mr. Trump, but as I got on stage that day with five minutes to go live on CBS to get the crowd going and tell them to have good energy with live TV, I spied sitting right in the front row, Mr. Donald Trump. My dream had come true, really. That book, The Art of the Deal, had got me going, and now I'm in the, in the presence of the man himself, Donald Trump. The show went off great, and afterwards, he waited behind and came and found me, shook my hand, gave me his private office number and said, you know what, I like you, call me, Let's do something one day. Cut to six months later, I'm in the Amazon jungle making Survivor number six. Everything surrounding you there can kill you. The alligators, the anacondas, the ants, even the plants. And I've been away from home about six months, and it really settled in when I made a satellite phone call home to my son. He said, Daddy, you've been gone a long time. I forgot what you look like. I realized I had to try and get a job back in an American city. I got to come up with something. What can I do after Survivor? I thought, I know. A show that can inspire about business. It's a job interview, but not with made up resumes, with real tasks. But I need someone really dynamic to be the headliner and run this show. 
someone who's inspiring, someone who's not afraid. I need a real winner. <laughs> you know, he'd give me his number. So I decided, I wasn't completely sure how I was going to make the show. And I, I thought, I'm going to go to New York. I'll be there for about 10 days. I'll get my head straight. And I'm going to get an appointment to go and see him. So coming in the car from JFK, I called that number, expecting to set an appointment. I got through to Norma Fodera, your assistant at the time. And she put me straight through. And all I wanted was an appointment. And now I'm speaking to Donald Trump. I really thought for a moment of hanging the phone up. <laughs> but I, I knew he knew it was me and it'd be really weak. So I said, uh, I'm just calling for an appointment to see you. He said, what about? I said, well, you remember you mentioned about doing a show? I, I've got a great idea. Where are you? On the way from JFK. He said, great. You'll be here in half an hour. You know where Trump Tower is. I'll be waiting. See you then. Click. I really thought of calling back to say, no, 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 I'm not ready. But I thought, you know what, this is just, i got to go for it. I went straight up, and I'm sitting in Mr. Trump's office in Trump Tower. He said, a lot of people pitch me reality show ideas. They're silly. They want to see me combing my hair, living in my apartment. There's nothing smart about that. But this idea, The Apprentice, this could be really good to inspire lots of young Americans to get into business, to see how business really works. You know what? I love this. I want to do this. Go next door to Norma. Get on the phone with my agent. I said, agent? Aren't you a real estate mogul? He said, I know, I know, I've got an agent. Get on the phone with the agent and just work out the deal. I was so excited. I went next door, Norma was excited too. Called the agent really full of energy. And he said, you're kidding, right? You went and saw my client, Mr. Trump, without my permission? I said, yeah, well, I, was, you know, I wasn't going to come in. I was going to set an appointment. He said, save it. He said, you can't do that. You've got to tell me the idea right now to approve it. I said, he just said yes. He said, I don't care. I went through the whole idea again on the telephone one thing that Mr. Trump had always said in the art of the deal, try and always do things face to face. But now on the telephone, I told the guy, I thought I did a great job. I was waiting for him and he said, I hate it. It's never going to work. This apprentice thing will not work. And I'm going to tell Mr. Trump he will not do the apprentice. I was so dejected. I had to walk back in and he said, come in. Hey, how'd it go? Well, Mr. Trump, I got bad news. I said, what do you mean? The agent said he hated the idea. He was, it was a terrible idea. He's not going to allow you to make it. Mr. Trump stood up from behind his desk. <laughs> he walked around and said, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't I just give you my word? Didn't I say we were making this? We are going to make it. We're going to make a deal right now, just you and me. He said, and by the way, Norma, get in touch with the agent and tell him you're fired. <laughs> you know, that began 14 years of a relationship building a highly successful global television franchise, a, a relationship where we have never had a single bad word between us. Everything that comes up in business, we just deal face to face. No lawyers, no accountants, deal with it straightforwardly. It's been one of the greatest relationships of my life. And today, I'm so grateful to be here before you to introduce to you the 45th president of the United States of America, my friend, Donald J. Trump.
Isn't that so interesting when you hear how things come about mm. and see what's coming? Listen, right after this break, you're going to hear President Trump speak at the National Prayer Breakfast. That introduction is not for yes. nothing. But I want to tell you this, that you never know what your destiny is. When you change your mindset, mm. you notice that he was going to just set up an appointment, but all of a sudden he read this book and he realized this is how Donald Trump thinks. And he's like, it's going to look weak. And he went ahead and went through it, and he just did what he knew was right to do, and they created part of the most significant mm -hmm. popular programs in, yeah. in, in around. But I want to tell you, speaking of mindsets, we have a free offer for you for a gift of any amount whatsoever for a partner for VF and TV. It's called Faith Mindsets Matter. If you change what you're thinking, you can change your destiny. As a matter of fact, here's some more details. And join us after the break, because you're going to hear President Donald Trump speak at the National Prayer Breakfast. But first, this offer. Offer 2023, Faith Mindsets Matter. Changing your mind can and will change your destiny. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, created to be like God, in His image and likeness, who gives a free will to live your life being so amazingly created. Yet not being aware of the power God has given us and how He created us can lead to a life of struggle, difficulty, and blame as we seek to discover the why to the question, why is my life the way it is? In this message, you'll discover the power the Lord has given you in your own free will in seeing when you change your mind, you can change your destiny, your mindsets, how you think about everything, God, yourself, others, food, your work, the church, everything matters. You'll find out how all these can get better when you begin to understand how your thoughts have brought much of those struggles in your life. You'll discover how someone can go through the very same experience, pain, work the same, eat the same food, but all have completely different body responses to them all because of how they thought about them. It's empowering and enlightening and a must experience message if you are ready to move on past what has held you back for so many years. Change your mind and you can change your destiny. Partner now by going to vfntv.com and choose Partner Now. Or you can write to us by mail at vfntv. That's 40 West Nine Mile Road, number 2, PMB 360, at Pensacola, Florida, 32534. Or call us at 844-408-3688. That's offer 2023. Faith Mindsets Matter. Changing your mind can and will change your destiny. TV, where we're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. I want you to think about this for just a second. Just a second. EHarmonyMatch.com, FarmersOnly.com comes on the screen. Here's Ted Cunningham on Focus on the Family Minute. But think about the guy who's sitting at home right now in a bad marriage. Or the wife. They see the twirling couple on the screen. You've seen them. They found their soulmate. We have an algorithm. All you have to do is take a test, put you with the perfect person. And he's going, oh, look how happy they look. I'd like to enjoy life like that maybe again one day. I did before marriage, but now I'm married. And our problem is we never took a test. <laughs> you know, our culture really is falling for this idea that compatibility is something you find or something you test for. And that's just not true. Compatibility is something you create. You do have to work at compatibility. And Ted Cunningham has more ideas at familyminute.org. But I want to encourage you, if you're not presently connected to a, a church family, if there's not a, a church family that you're connected to that knows you by your name, that loves you, that, pr is, that prays for you, that you pray for, you know, he, he's the, Paul's writing to the church of Ephesus and, Ephesus, and he says, every joint supplies. And think about it. You're disjointed. You're yeah. disjointed. You're out of joint. You're not into the body because there's only one body. There's only one church. Jesus is the head of it. And, and, you know, maybe that, you know, you've had a little struggle with wherever you were and you didn't fit and you were disjointed in that, but you know, find a family to relate to, find a church family to relate to and not only show up because, because you want to be supplied, but show up and become an abide, have an abiding relationship with God and be a supplier, hmm. you know, be a source, you know, for others as well. And it's like every joint supplies. So I want to encourage you. There's a lot of things. There's a big shifting taking place in the body today. 
and God's bringing people to himself and, and, you know, basically people that are, have been inside something or heading out and people that have been outside something are headed in. And the truth is you need to go where God is, is calling you. And that's where you go. You go, you stay, you relate, you know, you uh, function and, and realize this is pleasing to God. This is pleasing to God. Ne'er one of us is all the parts or all the pieces. We need each other. Welcome back to VFN TV with your host, Greg Lancaster. Welcome, welcome back. We're excited. President Donald Trump's about to be speaking at the National Prayer Breakfast. We're going to be able to see that. Listen, they were talking about when Mark Burnett got on, he started talking about uh, Chaplain Black. This is Rear Admiral uh, Black, who is the chaplain of the Senate. And our next program, you're gonna have, you got to catch it because you're going to hear he get he, the very first two weeks of office, the National Prayer Breakfast goes, goes off, mm-hmm. and this message that comes from the Senate chaplain, you know, re- retir- retired Rear Admiral uh, Black, is a powerful message. And of course, our president's receiving this message, you know, and of course he heard quite a few. Yes. But they're talking. Mark was talking about how awesome that message was. Well, you're going to hear that in our next program. It's important because. A two-star general in 2015 under our former president, they were talking about court-martialing him for talking about prayer life and all that. And so we're going to hear the entire, we've got a brand new president, a brand new day, and and Christ is being uh, honored and all that. As a matter of fact, this is the National Prayer Breakfast, you know, Mark Brunette, right before the break, he introduced the president. As a matter of fact, here he is coming up to be able to speak at the National Prayer Breakfast. Thank you, Mark. So nice. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's a great honor to be here this morning. And so many faith leaders Very, very important people to me from across our magnificent nation and so many leaders from all across the globe. Today, we continue a tradition begun by President Eisenhower some 64 years ago. This gathering is a testament to the power of faith and is one of the great customs of our nation. And I hope to be here seven more times with you. But most importantly today, I want to thank the American people. Your faith and prayers have sustained me and inspired me through some very, very tough times. All around America, I have met amazing people whose words of worship and encouragement have been a constant source of strength. What I hear most often as I travel the country are five words that never, ever fail to touch my heart. That's, I am praying for you. I hear it so often. I am praying for you, Mr. President. No one has inspired me more in my travels than the families of the United States military. Men and women who have put their lives on the line every day for their country and their countrymen. I just came back yesterday from Dover Air Force Base to join the family of Chief William Ryan Owens as America's fallen hero was returned home. Very, very sad, but very, very beautiful. Very, very beautiful. His family was there, incredible family, loved him so much, so devastated. He was so devastated. But the ceremony was amazing. He died in defense of our nation. He gave his life in defense of our people. Our debt to him and our debt to his family is eternal and everlasting. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. We will never forget the men and women who wear the uniform. 
believe me. Thank you. From generation to generation, their vigilance has kept our liberty alive. Our freedom is won by their sacrifice, and our security has been earned with their sweat and blood and tears. God has blessed this land to give us such incredible heroes and patriots. They are very, very special, and we are going to take care of them. Our soldiers understand that what matters is not party or ideology or creed, but the bonds of loyalty that link us all together as one. America is a nation of believers. In towns all across our land, it's plain to see what we easily forget. So easily we forget this, that the quality of our lives is not defined by our material success but by our spiritual success. I will tell you that, and I tell you that from somebody that has had material success and knows tremendous numbers of people with great material success, the most material success. Many of those people are very, very miserable, unhappy people. And I know a lot of people without that, but they have great families, they have great faith, they don't have money, at least not nearly to the extent, and they're happy. Those, to me, are the successful people, I have to tell you. I was blessed to be raised in a churched home. My mother and father taught me that to whom much is given, much is expected. I was sworn in on the very Bible from which my mother would teach us as young children. And that faith lives on in my heart every single day. The people in this room come from many, many backgrounds. You represent so many religions and so many views. But we are all united by our faith in our Creator and our firm knowledge that we are all equal in His eyes. We are not just flesh and bone and blood. We are human beings with souls. Our Republic was formed on the basis that freedom is not a gift from government but that freedom is a gift from God. It was the great Thomas Jefferson who said, the God who gave us life gave us liberty. Jefferson asked, can the liberties of a nation be secure when we have removed a conviction that these liberties are the gift of God? Among those freedoms is the right to worship according to our own beliefs. That is why I will get rid of and totally destroy the Johnson Amendment and allow our representatives of faith to speak freely and without fear of retribution. I will do that, remember. Freedom of religion is a sacred right, but it also a right under threat all around us, and the world is under serious, serious threat in so many different ways, and I've never seen it so much and so openly as since I took the position of president. The world is in trouble, but we're going to straighten it out. Okay? That's what I do. I fix things. We're going to straighten it out. Believe me, 
When you hear about the tough phone calls I'm having, don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. They're tough. We have to be tough. It's time we're going to be a little tough, folks. We're taken advantage of by every nation in the world virtually. It's not going to happen anymore. It's not going to happen anymore. We have seen unimaginable violence carried out in the name of religion. Acts of wanton slaughter against religious minorities. Horrors on a scale that defy description. Terrorism is a fundamental threat to religious freedom. It must be stopped, and it will be stopped. It may not be pretty for a little while. It will be stopped. We have seen... <laughs> we have seen peace-loving Muslims brutalized, victimized, murdered, and oppressed by ISIS killers. We have seen threats of extermination against the Jewish people. We have seen a campaign of ISIS and genocide against Christians, where they cut off heads. Not since the Middle Ages have we seen that. We haven't seen that, the cutting off of heads. Now they cut off the heads. They drown people in steel cages. Haven't seen this. I haven't seen this. Nobody's seen this for many, many years. All nations have a moral obligation to speak out against such violence. All nations have a duty to work together to confront it and to confront it viciously if we have to. So I want to express clearly today to the American people that my administration will do everything in its power to defend and protect religious liberty in our land. America must forever remain a tolerant society where all faiths are respected and where all of our citizens can feel safe and secure. We have to feel safe and secure. In recent days, we have begun to take necessary action to achieve that goal. Our nation has the most generous immigration system in the world. But these are those, and there are those, that would exploit that generosity to undermine the values that we hold so dear. We need security. There are those who would seek to enter our country for the purpose of spreading violence or oppressing other people based upon their faith or their lifestyle. Not right. We will not allow a beachhead of intolerance to spread in our nation. You look all over the world and you see what's happening. So in the coming days, we will develop a system to help ensure that those admitted into our country fully embrace our values of religious and personal liberty, and that they reject any form of oppression and discrimination. We want people to come into our nation, but we want people to love us and to love our values, not to hate us and to hate our values. We will be a safe country. We will be a free country. And we will be a country where all citizens can practice their beliefs without fear of hostility or fear of violence. America will flourish as long as our liberty, and in particular, our religious liberty, is allowed to flourish. America will succeed as long as our most vulnerable citizens, and we have some that are so vulnerable, have a path to success. And America will thrive as long as we continue to have faith in each other and faith in God. That faith in God has inspired men and women to sacrifice for the needy, to deploy to wars overseas, and to lock arms at home to ensure equal rights for every man, woman, and child in our land. It's that faith that sent the pilgrims across the oceans, the pioneers across the plains, and the young people all across America 
to chase their dreams. They are chasing their dreams. We are going to bring those dreams back. As long as we have God, we are never, ever alone. Whether it's the soldier on the night watch or the single parent on the night shift, God will always give us solace and strength and comfort. We need to carry on and to keep carrying on. For us here in Washington, we must never, ever stop asking God for the wisdom to serve the public according to his will. That's why... Thank you. That's why President Eisenhower and Senator Carlson had the wisdom to gather together 64 years ago to begin this truly great tradition. But that's not all they did together. Let me tell you the rest of the story. Just one year later, Senator Carlson was among the members of Congress to send to the president's desk a joint resolution that added under God to our Pledge of Allegiance. It's a great thing. Because that's what we are. And that is what we will always be. And that is what our people want. One beautiful nation under God. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless America. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's so exciting. Wow. That is our president. Remember, our next program, you're going to hear a two-star colonel that was being threatened to be court-martialed yes. for talking about God in the prayer life. And now we have the president right there while the gospel message is being preached, and he's honoring God. I mean, this is exciting. Yes. This is something to be very, very excited about. We have a, um, make sure you join us on our next program where you can hear the chaplain of the mm -hmm. Senate, a, a retired rear admiral, uh, deliver an awesome message Bold that he message. was just talking about. Yes. You need to keep him as yes. a chaplain. But first, I want to remind you that the movie Shack, it was a book that was written uh, sometime back, one of the best sellers in the world, and a movie is coming out. And I want you to take a look at the trailer. Take a look. Princess should have a red dress like mine. Red it is. Where's Missy? Missy! Where's Missy? Sorry, Mac. I haven't seen her. Missy! Missy! I'm scared. I didn't know what to do. Possible suspect sighting. Ground teams found the truck in the mountains. I'm really sorry, Mr. Phillips. Some help over there? I'm okay. I'll have some dinner tonight. Maybe next time. I'm so, I'm so sorry. We've lost so much already. I don't want to lose you too. The letter showed up in my mailbox. With no tracks in the snow. You're not thinking about going back there, are you? I gotta do something. You know, this isn't a good idea. It's crazy, but this is all I got. Got a fire going inside if you want to warm up. Mackenzie Allen Phillips. I've been looking forward to this. Do I know you? Not very well, but we can work on that. Oh, this is incredible. He's still having a hard time believing this is real. Why did you bring me here? There's no easy answer that'll take your pain away. Where were you when I needed you? I never left you. Just like a tear to go and blow. You want me to forgive him? I want him to hurt me. Like he hurt me. You want the promise of a pain-free life. Yeah. There isn't one. You can do this. I can't. Put on your own skin. This is your flying lesson. March the 
3rd. Yes. It's going to be open in theaters near you. And the book is the most popular books around. Mm-hmm. You know, millions and millions of copies uh, by Paul Young. And you think about it, the book was, I haven't seen the movie, obviously it hasn't come out yet. They were trying to work it out mm-hmm. before we can have a viewing. But um, Houston was a little bit further for me to swing by and see it. But they, um, um, so we hadn't seen the movie, but the book, as you think about it, it's talking about all the different ways God speaks to us in our heart. Mm-hmm. And though you see characters playing these different things, it's really what's taking place in the shack mm-hmm. of his heart. And so I heard a lot of people talk about you know different things, and it's uh, um, it's just going to really encourage you, give you a different perspective of how good our God is. God is so good. He is so good that... Uh, it's amazing that you're going to be encouraged. And so it's March the 3rd. It's coming out. It's exciting to see our president and what's taking place. And I want to thank everybody for praying. Make sure you join us. Our next program, where we're talking about the, the contrast between the contrast between um, um, the former president mm-hmm. wanting to basically lock someone up for talking about their prayer life in Jesus and our current president sitting right there and allowing a gospel message. Yes. You just heard what he said. But we're going to take you back to the prayer breakfast where you're going to see the chaplain, Chaplain Black, retired uh, admiral, uh, rear admiral, mm-hmm. deliver this, this powerful, powerful gospel, gospel message. But first, I want to pray with you. Father God, we thank you for all those that are watching and that yes. are listening, God, that stand with us, Lord, to hear their words are so encouraging. We pray that, that all these wonderful answers that you were given, that, you're, that you've now given and you're going to give, Father God, Lord, would come forth in their hearts, in their life, Father God. There would be a huge breakthrough. that They would be believe what you're doing so there would be a part of what's going on, Father God. And Lord, we ask you, Father God, we ask you right now, Lord, that you would, you would end this abortion yes. as this Supreme Court justice is, going, is being approved, Lord, that you would put justice, the angel justice with him and carry him all the way to approval. Lord, the rest of this cabinet would be approved. And we thank you for the shift that's taking place, Father God. Safety in our military, safety in our borders, Lord. And we ask you, end abortion, send revival, send a third great awakening, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless. We want to give a special thanks to all of our sponsors and partners. Visit VFNTV.com and visit our sponsors for all of their contact information. Phone numbers, web addresses, emails, call them today. I'm your host, Greg Lancaster, and we're so glad that you joined us. Don't forget you can join us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Download our app and sign up for our newsletter, The Torch, at vfntv.com. I've enjoyed our time together. God bless. Chris, isn't abiding, spending time with the Lord just an awesome thing? Oh, it definitely is. And, that, you know, abiding is something that's just totally changed my life. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a point in time that I didn't even think that I could I could hear from God. I didn't know that I could spend time with God and and hear from him. And it, it's just it's just amazing. And I can't tell you how many times that through abiding that God spoke to me something that morning that I needed that day. That was something that came up that. God spoke to me and to be able to encourage somebody else or it was to help me through a particular situation that I was, you know, that God knew that I was going to run into that day. It's like, it's like a, it's like a chain link event where God gives you a rhema word for that, a living, active, breathing word that it, it blesses you, exactly. but it blesses another person, yes. another person is living. And active. Oh yeah. Yes. And it's just, you know, it just continues, it just keeps going and going, you know. It's exciting, isn't it's it? It's very exciting. We can do this for the rest of our lives. Yes, the rest of our lives. And it's just, you know, to to be able to commune with the creator of the universe. Awesome. You know, and he's, he speaks to you, and he speaks to you clearly. Right. And he speaks to you the way that you hear. Right. You know, because, you know, we don't all hear the same way, but right. but God knows, you know, how to speak to us. And, right. And it's just awesome. It's just it's such a, it's powerful. You know, it's life-changing. Yeah. When you, you abide with the Lord, like he talks about in John 15, you know, apart from abiding in him, we can accomplish nothing. When we do that at the beginning of our day, the day is nothing but amen mm-hmm. instead of, oh no, mm-hmm. because God's already spoken to us about our day. Maybe you're thinking, you know, I want that life. I want to be able to abide with God. Listen, we have a simple plan available for you right now. It's free. 
All you have to do is go to iabide.org. That's iabide.org and request your free plan today. Listen, you're called. And by the way, you can't do anything outside of abiding with the Lord. That's iabide.org.